0: Oh, hi, everybody. It's your pal, John Hastings. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Before we begin the show with the jingle and the excessive yelling, I just want to remind you to go to my website, johnhastingscomedy.com. Or hey, why don't you send an email to oldjohnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. What happens if I do that, John? Well, let me tell you what happens. I'm my undying love and gratitude. You will get added to my mailing list, which means you will get my ember our adventure, absolutely free. I'm just about to call up my live booker person and argue with her about whether or not I should be performing that for the rest of the year. And the more copies I get out, mean I have to perform that show less, and I can do new jokes, possibly involving 9/11 conspiracy, th- conspiracy theories. At the time I almost was involved in a war in Estonia, and possibly a joke that sub- something to do with atheism and farting. I haven't. Haven't figured that one out completely, but we're going to get to it, my friends. We are going to figure it out. We're going to sort it out. You, me, the universe. Uh, You can always tell a comedian's trailing off when they bring in things like the universe. Or uh, Or they go like, look, look at me, a unicorn. That's just them just like reaching for like, someone will laugh at that, I can run away. Someone laughed at it. All right. We made it. We did it. Thank God. Someone laughed at me. Alright, let's start the show. This is the John Hastings Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Please welcome John Hastings. So, Scotland is still part of the union. This is being recorded the day it was announced um, on the Friday. How do I feel about it? I'm not really sure... I'm happy Scotland's still in the union. It means I'm going to stay in the UK for a little bit longer. I'm happy about it. I like unity. I think that hearkening the drums of nationalism, um, it's a its a—it's a road to the damned. You know what I mean? You know, nothing has ever been resolved by two, two groups going, well, we're right. No, we're right. Good point. We're both right. No, it's not usually how it fucking plays out. Usually it plays like this. Fuck you. Oh, fuck me. No, fuck you. And then there's fucking or, or, or murder. Murder Fucking, which is the name of the new band I'm starting, by the way. Metal bands have the best names. You know what I mean? And you know it's a metal band when you hear it. Like, Murder Fucking would never be a boy band. Like, oh, One Direction has a new opener. Who is it? Oh, it's these great kids. They're called Murder Fucking. Hmm, spiked hair. Anyway, Scotland is still in the union. I feel... I'm making instant coffee while I'm talking, by the way. I like instant coffee. Because it has none of the pretension of regular coffee. In that it's no taste, just a caffeine rush, then diarrhea. Yeah, instant coffee, electric cigarettes. I'm a 21st century um, stimulus-needing son of a gun. Ooh, and a fart. What a delight. Anyway, so Scotland's back in the union. I don't know how I feel about it. A lot of my friends were for the Yes movement. And uh, one of them said that this is a sign of dependence. It shows weakness, all that sort of stuff. I think... In my opinion, it shows economic reality and shows the idea that unfortunately it may not be the best situation. And quite frankly, I can understand the Yes Movement side. What the fuck has the UK done for Scotland besides make brave heart jokes, take their oil money and allow David Cameron to run around with his fish fucking face? Granted, Alex Salmond is also a rich man. Also, you allowed Donald Trump to take over the dunes and completely and totally turn that from a beautiful environmental... Um, uh, environmental masterpiece to just a fucking pile of sand out there in the relic why did i open the window in the middle of a podcast i'm as dumb as donald trump impossible because i've got hair but you know what i'm saying everyone's sort of painting alex salmon like he was this great savior and i think today the plan wasn't enacted right do look to my brother's My Canadian brothers, and I call them Canadian because I know they won't like it, won't you, my Becker friends? But guess what? You've never left either, and what does it say on your passport? Oh, Canada. They Got assurances. They were going to be able to use the dollar. They were going to use the Canadian military for up to five years after they went independent. And even they didn't want to do it. Granted, it was also because of the Monroe Doctrine. The United States had this president called Teddy Roosevelt. He had a mustache in his own private army. They were called the Rough Riders. And he enacted something called the Monroe Doctrine. Which basically means no more countries on the american continent which allowed him to start a lot of wars and they weren't sure if that was going to be applied to quebec and america wasn't really speaking about it because part of it is they could make the case that national resources and also yes it'd be a needless war and at the same time but they would have no military all those sort of things it was a conspiracy theory i'm of course speaking from but at the same time granted amazing so scotland still in the union how do i feel about it conflicted i feel conflicted the world there's no longer black and white world war ii was the last moment of, like, whose side are you on? Well, I'm not with the guys wearing black uniforms with skulls on their jackets, so I guess I'm with you, Winston Churchill. Like, that was the last time there was black and white. There's so many fucking gray areas to this issue. In the end, I'm going to be selfish. It was good for me, Scotland stayed in the union. It was good for me. So I'm happy about it. I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to be honest about it. I'll take emotions out of it except for my emotion of self, self, self-nessness. My emotion of self What's that? Do you have your new emotion? Yeah, it goes through my perfume. It's, fine. Um, it's my new impression. It's um, Frenchwoman John. Hey, Frenchwoman John, are you going to come out? <laughs> All right. I'm currently in Nottingham. Beautiful Nottingham. I love this town. Mostly because it smells like passion. Passion smelled like malt liquor poured over a duck turd. Um, Here performing at the Nottingham Glee. I always have a special soft spot in my heart for the Nottingham Glee. It was the first big club I played when I first came to the UK in 2011. Do you know how many girlfriends I've had since 2011? I think it's about four. It's pretty impressive for a guy who didn't see people kiss for a long time. I don't remember ever seeing people kiss. Isn't that a weird thing? And I lived with my grandparents who were married for like 50 years, but I never remember them kissing. It's something I thought about, it like, came, it struck me when I was like 10 years old and I saw my dad kiss someone, his girlfriend, it was allowed. Um, and I was like, oh, I think that's the first time I've seen people kissing in real life. And I'm like, no, that's weird. It's a weird thing because I grew up with a single mom, didn't realize I was a single mom. She didn't have like a lot of dudes. It was just, it was run by a lot of family, So I just thought, like, oh, you have a mom and a dad. Well, I got a mom and a granddad and a grandma and, like, two uncles and a bunch of aunts. And they all look out for me. It's just a different system. But, um, yeah. So that's the deal with that. Well, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, 2011. I was in this hotel. The jury's in, in. The Nottingham Gates. It was the first time I'd had a hotel in a month. I could sleep in a room by myself. And I remember I, I shaved my pubes. It was the first time ever because I was just like, I want to do something that I could only do alone. So I went and bought like a shaving kit and I shaved that area just because I could be alone, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when you live in hostels for a month is you just go, because you don't have any time. It's always, you're showering in a rush, afraid someone's going to jack off or steal something. Just constantly living in this world. Where it's all going to go awry, and you're not sure really how to feel about it. And then I was in this hotel. Maybe this even hotel room. Probably not. The bed was on the other side. I remember every detail of that hotel. My bed was on the other side. And I was here. And I uh, yeah, shaved my bingle bangle. Then did two shows. Got on a bus and went back to Canada and decided, I like that old UK. And came back three subsequent times. Then I... A uh, little head of coffee there. I then... Um, came here. My first go-around, second go-around? Second go-around was the the weekend my grandmother died. I came back to London from here. I thought I'd lost my um, um, bus ticket, but turns out I hadn't. Uh, And I found my train ticket, and I I returned the bus ticket, took the train back. I got the train to uh, London, got a call from my mom saying, your grandmother is on the way out. And, uh, I went, oh my god. And then I uh, sat at a McDonald's by King Cross and got the news that she had passed away. Went home, was mournful, sad. Then went and did a gig that night just to fucking clear the air while they were figuring out how I was going to get home. And then, uh i uh, had my phone stolen in high in islington by some fuck who i still dream of killing isn't that weird i can let anything go i've had pe- friends of mine say things i've had people talk behind my back i've lost money because of people but still one guy steals my cell phone the day my grandmother died because well, i was trying to console my uncle while he signed the death certificate for his mother and i still want his blood actually you know what i completely see why and it's a justified want of murder I stand by it completely. As that guy, I I feel I'm well within my rights to want to kill, and I'm cool with it. You know what? I stand by it. I fucking stand by it as a reason and a want to kill. A want to kill. Also a great metal band name. We actually have some uh, listener mail. Can you believe it? um and by that i mean a hunky hunky man's been sent here i'm a fucking idiot um retard scourged for my um my vocabulary by the way hope you're impressed even though i just said it but i've been working hard not to say the words that offend all of you because they're just words and i don't mean them in those ways but a lot of people can't understand context in that sort of situation so they just prefer i didn't have or use any of those words, so I don't, you pack of cun faggots, stop it, uh, all right, let's get to it, uh, this is from Richard Masera. great, great comedian in Manchester, stayed with him one time, oh yeah, fart into the microphone, classic, now, stayed with him one time, doing an Ember Preview, when was that, John, well, in the spring of 2014, god damn it, and, uh, he, um, he's a big, bushy, delightful cat. I arrived, I was in Glasgow the night before. Sarah, my friend in Glasgow, took me out. We had about three drinks. And then she made me drink some Buckfast, and I wanted to kill her because I had to get up early. And oh, I was so hungover. Oh, I was so hungover. So I arrived at his house, took a nap on his couch. My throat started didn't feel very good. Went to the gig, got a bunch of fruit, started to feel better. And then I got a whole hell of a lot worse. And then uh, he was like, I'll oh, get some drinks. And I was like, dude, I don't think I can handle that. I was feeling ill. Went back to his house. I passed out, or I tried to pass out, and my throat began to close. And it turned out I was allergic to just his cat specifically. I had no idea. So I slept for about 30 minutes, got on the train with a lot of antihistamines. I bought an unreasonable amount of antihistamines, took all of them, and then fell asleep. Woke up in London, got to my house, took more antihistamines, woke up, and I have never felt better in my entire life. Like, your body is on the brink of death, and then you just take a lot of medication to reverse it, and you just wake up, and it's just, like, each breath is just, we did it. We fucking did it. We're breathing. Breath for everyone um so this is his note all right you beautiful canuck bastard i have to let you know that a few weeks ago i downloaded your podcast specifically the uncle john episode dot 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 for time uh, uh, my timing for listening um my timing for listening it however was less than ideal As i spent the last weekend of august in a field in a tent off um, my dave on powerful drugs dressed as a shamp- uh dressed as a woman At Shambhala Festival. It was about 3 a.m., and I climbed onto our airbed next to my sweet, slumbering lady, Uh, sweat still clinging to me from vigorous, undulating white man on drugs dancing. I always listen to podcasts to fall asleep and decided that I'd give yours a chance. I got about two minutes into you talking about your Uncle John before I had to turn it off because I was trying uh, not to laugh so hard. I was jiggling the airbed up and down so violently, I was sorry that I was going to wake. The slumbering beast next to me. In the morning she did ask, what was wrong with you, uh, Lady Knight? I still think she believes me to be furiously masturbating. I hope that image never leaves you, you funny, funny cunt. Much love. Really enjoying the podcast. Rich. God, I love everything in that fucking email. It has everything you would ever want from an email. It's got a man on drugs dressed as a woman. Specifying the time. That's my favorite part. And the episode, which is a tribute to my Uncle John, who doesn't do drugs. He's too classy. I know he's listening, and I know he's just nodded in approval. Correct is what he just said. Um, he wouldn't. He's like, I only uh, would anoint my body with unwinson oils, not that stuff. He wouldn't say stuff. He would have a better verb or noun or pronoun, possibly an adjunct verb. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it has that. The word shambala. Ah, oh, it's just everything I'd ever want from a communication from you, the listeners. And as of course, we're actually setting up a podcast in the dude's living room. I'm pretty excited about the whole thing. Um, we're not really sure how it's going. He's having to negotiate with his wife time and space for people, which again, it's, it's what I love about the being in show business that that is you going back and forth on emails. So what do you want to do? Um, well, whatever, really just, you know, I'm just sort of saying like, let's put a couple of chairs in the living room. I'll bring the gear. And we'll just bang out a podcast for an hour, have some potato salad, which I will purchase at Sainsbury's because potato salad is delicious, and then we'll fucking have ourselves a jam. But um, I think, you know, they live in the real world where there's consequences and you can't just have a strange man over to your house with a magical broadcasting machine and uh, and he tells uh, yokety-jokes about his buckety work but... That's the way of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, if you have a venue, contact me. Blah, 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 blah. My friend Gio also reached out. He wants me to do that. Uh, Gio is one of my... Uh, I have a lot of friends that are divorced. Um, and I uh, I think Gio handled it the best in that he's bought a mi- uh, motorcycle. He's got a super cool new girlfriend. Um, he's grown a beard. And he got himself a regular drinking hole. It was fucking amazing. Um, yeah, but, you know. It's weird. It's weird. I'm 29. I don't feel like I'm 29. I feel like I'm just an adult. I feel like I'm a young adult. Um, Completely and totally cool with most of my decisions at this point, which is a really nice place to be because I definitely have some friends that I can see it in their eyes. They're like, fuck, I should have stuck with the bassoon. Instead, I got this job as a doctor. Not like me, right? Mm -hmm. Never had health insurance or, uh, or owned anything. I owned a. This is the thing I always think about. I had my own apartment and a sofa that I owned at twenty, and I have never had that many possessions since. Like I've actually, I've since leaving that apartment, I've gotten less and less things drastically throughout my entire life. To the like, it's whittled down now. That if I ever need to go on a post-apocalyptic run, I may have to pick up a few things to survive. It's, it's mental. I don't know how I feel about the whole drifter lifestyle. I, you know what? This is how I feel about it. I feel actually really okay with it. Um, I feel like sometimes I have to justify my choices because I am at an age where I have friends that have kids <laughs> and jobs and I feel like a pressure that they've never spoken of, but I feel like I should like kind of like, oh, you know, it's sort of stuff. But it's like, no, it's I really enjoy my life and I'm having a very fucking good time and I'm starting to see some success from my labors. So maybe I am having a fucking great time and all you need to get off my dick. Um, Are we going to talk more about what's going on in the world? Um, Yes, I was in Estonia, Estonia two weeks ago. And when I was there, the Russians walked across the border, took a border guard, hit a coffee, and dragged him back to um, Moscow. Now, has that been reported in any of the mainstream media? No. Has that been made any sort of mention in any sort of um, major outlet in the United States who may be wanting to bang the drums of war to go to Russia? No. Again, here's why. It's not profitable to go to war with Russia, evidently. It's not profitable to help your allies. It's not profitable to do any of those things. And yes, maybe there is more works at play, but the day before Barack Obama said any sort of action along these lines would be met as an act of war, and he He's abandoning them. And the last time you abandoned these countries, they were taken and occupied by the Russia, creating the United, um, the USSR, which led to the Cold War. And you know what? I think the Cold War is going to be a lot harder the second fucking time around. So how about we all fucking act up? Here's the thing with Vladimir Putin. He's a conspiracist and bully. He thinks the European Union is run by a homosexuals. It's a homosexual alliance. He said it that much in Russian reported media. And yes, he has obviously got his finger on that. So that's definitely a message he wanted out you understand that's why it's important to make this is a man who believes that the gays control europe if anything the germans control europe and they are anything but gay lesbians maybe that's a really mean stupid joke i take that joke back joke rescinded just trying to make it fun I just get fucking pissed off about the entire thing and I'm trying to make it funny all the time I want my comedy to be reflective that I want to be the Bill Hicks of the 21st century the problem is, is, I like to be funny and Bill Hicks liked to be a person talking take it bill you're dead now no retribution for me it just it just it boggles the mind especially when I think about I'm someone who was in that moment I saw the moment of Estonia realizing that the people who had lived through Russian occupation and that may be coming back and I have to talk about it screaming into a zoom amplified microphone while staying in a in Nottingham, looking like every bit of the conspiracy theorist everyone believes me to be, because I'm pacing back and forth in my hotel room, I'm not even wearing pants, I was wearing pants, I paused the thing to remove them, because I felt that I was, I was cumbered, I was cumbered by pants, is it, unencumbered, is that where the cummerbund comes from, sidebar, this is why Estonian, the news of Estonia is never getting repunded, or reported, let alone repunded, because people are too bothered by, uh, cummerbunds, America, Time to act up. <laughs> what? I don't even know. What, I just heard f- FOMAIA BITCH CUNT. FOMAIA BITCH CUNT. Which sounds like someone got to a... Uh, Uh, got to a diplomat at sort of an ancient meeting of an alliance, and he just sort of was like, oh, is their ancient ritual, and there's also some uh, soccer hooligans in from Millwall, so you may want to read them, Fomahaya, ah, bitch cunt, or uh, Margaret Thatcher was meeting a Japanese business person, get it there, she's a horrible person that could die, Um, collapsed uh, all of uh, Britain's Internal resources, which almost directly led to the Scottish independence vote yesterday, because the entire alienation of the north part of that country for the somewhat prosperity of the south, which we're of course not seeing now due to austerity measures. God, I've become a political nerd. Oh, it's fucking bothering me because sometimes I just feel like I can't have fucking fun and I just want to be a left wing delight, but I can't be. And I'm already upset with the left because they're fucking being censorship whores all the time. This is how you think, this is how you I heard two parents talking and one of the parents went oh my son doesn't even know what fat people are what the fuck does that mean doesn't know what fat people are can't distinguish size that means you're brainwashing your kid not to do that honest kid thing of pointing at a fat person and go what's that mommy like what what would be the detriment there nothing is there's no malice in it there's malice when you go do not point at him he's bad when there's malice in it in that way, or when you're removing it from its subconscious, but explaining to them perfectly that person's body is different than your body, and they are no more or less beautiful than you are, we are all individual snowflakes is very, very important. And that's again why I love the UK, because good God, do you accept? You don't believe in that you accept, but it's a much more accepting place than North America. Racism is openly discussed and 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 attacked. Um, Body types of any kind are embraced. It's all about... You see relationships and you know it's love. You do. Because you guys... You don't like ungenuine emotion. Which is why I think Alex Hammond was not um, given the leadership. And the SNP was forced to lose. Granted, what is Alex Hammond's role now? Like, what's he going to do? His big goal was Scottish independence. What's he going to do now? Like, just sort of be like... Let's do it again in four more years. I don't really know. This is going to be a really dated episode when it comes out on Wednesday. I mean, today, when I recorded it earlier today. You get this episode. Fuck. (laughs) Fahima Jaha, bitch, cunt. people that invented masturbation right that would make sense the catholic monks not allowed to have sex did you know that that whole thing has to come down to property taxes nothing to do with piety property taxes blew my fucking mind and it's that sort of stuff that really doesn't give the catholic church a good name that and the whole molestation thing it's a bit of a fucking blarmy stone on the old uh hall of righteousness so i was thinking about this um they always stress jesus christ died and then resurrected after three days, as if that's the impressive part. Like, not—he wasn't back after two days, which we've all seen before. It's three days. Like, if he came, if he died, and then was rose from the dead forty-five minutes later, that's still fucking impressive. I don't understand why they're like, no, no, it's, it's it's three days. Three days is the is the important part. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's three days. I don't know if it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's who's that talking with you, John? Oh, it's a new character. And he's saying not Madonna Bitch Cut. I don't know what I just did. I don't know if I improved the levels or not. I played a bunch of buttons while I was reading blogs on the internet. I do love a blog. I love it. It's something I've never admitted my entire life, but I read a bunch of them every day, and like random ones that don't make any sense, like Toronto fashionista girl blogs, um, all that sort of stuff, uh, Toronto, that city will always be in my heart, I, London, I'm loving living in right now, but I one day think I will return to Toronto, where the ladies have tattoos, and the food always comes with adjacent ped tie, um, someone was talking about there's this, oh, I'm going to find something, hang on. I literally just tried to look up a BuzzFeed article that I was going to read to you guys. You know what that means? It means the show is over. When I'm looking up BuzzFeed articles to show you, it means it's time for me to no longer be recording the podcast. Um, I love you guys. I think you guys are doing a great job and you're very, very good at your jobs. But it's no longer time for me to be entertaining you for this week. Next week is the super exciting. um, John's shooting a film, so it's going to be a shorter episode, possibly released on a Sunday. So there's still an episode for next week. And by possibly, I mean that's exactly what's going to happen. Either way, um, be well. God loves you. Loves you. I love you too. Kisses. No, I'll kiss you. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I um, have always enjoyed the show. Here's the outro. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. This has been the John Hastings Anything Could Be A Podcast podcast. Learn more about John. Go to johnhastingscomedy.com. Goodbye.